Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Our plan was to record on Sunday night when we arrived in D.C. It's now Monday morning. Typically, we record every show that we do the day before. You know this. It's cute how we thought that we were in charge. Well, I, yeah, I, we made great time. There was, there was one wreck driving from Atlanta to to D.C. that, that delayed us by what, like 30 minutes? Yeah, nothing major. Nothing major. Ellie was a champ in the car. We we were here in in DC and plenty of time to record. We get to the room, and you would think that Ellie had just arrived in the Magic Kingdom. I mean, full on. She was like cheering. She was so excited. She was running around the room, opening the drawers. There was a um, I'm gonna call it for her an old school telephone, like with a cord and buttons, which is <laughs> right. to an 18 month old like the coolest thing she's ever seen. In she's her life. never seen a proper telephone before. No. Like a proper pickup, the handheld cord, whatever. So she all, to her, it was just a thing with buttons on it. But she did pick up the receiver, the handheld part yeah. and put it to her ear, which is odd. So weird. Um, So we unplugged that for her and like let her go to town. So she was on top of the moon. And this is after she's been in the car all day. It's kind of late. It's past her bedtime. Then she was like dirty. We needed bath time. So Jeff ran a bath for her. Again, you would have thought this bathtub was like the magical bathtub from heaven. And the kid takes baths every day at home. So the bath experience, not new. If if we would have allowed it, she would have climbed up on the edge of the bath and done like swan dives into the water. She was that excited. Absolutely. The, the faucet was running, you know, to fill the water and she was splashing herself and she was splashing. So I, part of it, I'm not surprised because she was in, with the exception of like a couple 45 minute, you know, rest stop things where she would, we would let her run around in the grass and have lunch and stuff. She was in her car seat. So I expected her to have an abundance of energy. Mm-hmm. I did not expect the delight, the absolute joy at every experience in the hotel room. It's the cutest thing. So we we had to just soak that up. So that's why we didn't do the show on Sunday night. And then uh, we woke up on today, Monday, um, and now we're recording a little later than we wanted to. But we're all organized. Our speaking thing is in a couple of hours. So we'll talk about... That Callie is prepared. She has excellent notes. She's ready to go. I, on the other hand, no preparation. Little, I not be totally honest, a little bit panicked. Well, you should be a little panicked. And let me tell you why. Because your biggest fear about speaking, Jeff can speak to anybody about anything. Give him a mic. He's in his element. 
throw in a stage even better. But your fear is your biggest insecurity is over talking, which is why I made notes because I didn't want to go around in circles because, you know, ADHD, it happens. Um, So I made like very clear notes to keep myself on track. You are worried about over speaking, you know, over talking and over explaining, but you don't have any notes yet. My fear with you is that you would under talk because we have the way the thing is set up, like Callie has a window that's 10 minutes, then I have a window that's 10 minutes, then I think you have a window that's four minutes, mm-hmm. then I have a window that's two minutes, mm-hmm. and then there's another speaker who's in there as well. My, my fear was you being so, because you don't like to break rules. So if you have 10 minutes, you do not want to go 10 minutes, 15 seconds. Callie Dollar, when she has 10 minutes, takes her phone up to the podium, sets the timer, and does 9.59. My fear was that you wouldn't use the timer and you wouldn't, and you'd be so concerned about the time that you would do two minutes and be like, okay, thanks. And now here's Jeff to talk about making money with your podcast. <laughs> and the whole thing would run short, but I think you're going to be very prepared. Anyways, more on that shortly, but that's why the episode is out on a Monday morning, hopefully maybe early afternoon, just depends on how quickly we can flip this around um, and not... 5 a.m. like it typically is. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, May 2nd, and it's very important that you remember the date, Monday, May 2nd, because getting that date wrong by one of us almost cost us this entire trip, and we'll explain that in a second. So uh, my name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for unique and fun experiences with my family. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for Washington, D.C. I love this city. I said to Jeff yesterday, I'm like, I could live in D.C. I 100%. I love everything about it. I love that it's clean. I love that it's lush. I love that it's a big city, but that it's walkable and it's not like a super chaotic city. And in my mind, Everyone in D.C. works in politics. So I just walk down the street and I'm like, oh, I bet you're a lobbyist for whatever. I bet you I just have all these like stories made up in my head. But it's such a beautiful city and I'm so excited to be here now. Isn't it isn't it insanely expensive? um, It's not San Francisco. But it's still it's more expensive than where we live than Atlanta, right? Like you know, at this point with the Atlanta housing market, yeah, who knows? it's it's not. I w- I actually do this thing. So I did a deep dive Cali rabbit hole on DC and like apartments not that far from Atlanta. Stuff. Okay. Now I don't know about owning. I'm sure owning is a lot more expensive here. But um, anyway. So if we're if we're walking around the city tomorrow with with Ellie and she just seems fascinated with the Library of Congress or something. We, we could be like, you know what? This is our calling. We're moving to D.C. We got to move to D.C. We're before two. She's going to and she'll have an internship by kindergarten. Yeah. We had an event on Saturday night and Jeff was <laughs> speaking and not speaking really. You MC. were emceeing. Yeah. And it was like a great event. Super awesome cause. It was raising money for mental health for children um, at Children's Health Care of Atlanta, which is Amazing. First event back since 
COVID since March of 2020. And I was a little like nervous about my MC duties, but also like how the event would go because there, I, I didn't know how, like, I didn't know if people would be used to events. I didn't know if they would listen to the speakers. I didn't know if they would donate money, which is the whole reason that they were there. Uh, by the time, by my last stage presentation, and Callie and I left about a half hour after that, they had raised over $1 million. $1 million. And it's funny because one of the women that was like helping throw it and who asked us to be there was so casual about it. She's like, I was like, oh, what's your fundraising goal? And, you know, a million dollars, if you're talking about charity events, because Jeff has done a bajillion events in his time, right? $1 million in one night is an insane amount of money. Like that is incredible. And she was like, oh yeah, you know, I think we're going to hit a million. And Jeff and I just looked at each other and we were like $1 million in one night, like for mental health. That's amazing. It made me think like, do we have to, has the scale changed? Cause remember over the holidays and I, I did this around my birthday, but I was like, you know what? I, for my birthday, I would like everybody who listens to the upside just to send me two bucks on Venmo. And I'm going to take all that money and I'm going to go to a bar or a restaurant or whatever, and I'm going to leave it all. I've seen people do this on social media, right? Yeah. And I'm going to give it all to one person. And I'm just going to let the universe direct me to the proper bar, the proper restaurant, whatever. We ended up giving it to a terrific guy. We were definitely drawn to him. t and I went out and did a server at a restaurant. And it was, I think it was just, I think it was about $4,000. Yeah. Which I thought was amazing. <laughs> Should we, has the bar changed? I, well, I don't know. But what I do know is we got to the event. Jeff, the most notable thing for me was I was looking through like the run of show and I said, hey, Jeff, did you know that you're auctioning off? Like you're doing a live auction because normally if there's a live auction, there's like an auctioneer who, you know, talks really fast and, you know, have, usually wears like some sort of crazy glittery jacket right. or, or whatever. And he was like, no, no, no. I think I'm just like announcing the live auction, like just saying that there is one. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure you're doing that. So Jeff auctioned off. There was one live auction item. It was a puppy. So Jeff got to auction off a puppy. And I thought you did a great job as an auctioneer. Golden, I was impressed. It was a golden doodle puppy. That's so cute. Uh, Caitlin, who is um, on the committee, who through this event, was walking around holding the puppy. We made everybody come in close and gather around her so they could give the pet puppy some pets, touch the puppy. And then I was like, all right, let's start the bidding at 2,500 bucks. In my head, I'm like, this is where it's going to stop. And it went for close to $10,000. I mean, and here it, it is funny because the woman next to me was like, oh my gosh, $10,000 for a dog. I mean, I assume that these are people that are going in saying we want to donate this year and right. this is how much we want to do. Oh, and also we would like a family dog. Like you're not really paying for the dog. Right. It, the dog's essentially like a party favor when you make a really sizable donation to an that's amazing they, cause. That's what they should name the dog, party favor. Party favor. But oh the real gosh. excitement of that night, the real excitement of, of Saturday night was about 45 minutes after we came home. And we're on the couch. I am fairly certain I had entered the first phase of sleep. Like, I'm like, okay, tomorrow, got to drive, going to be in the car 10 hours, got to get up early, got to pack. I had run down the list in my head. I had dozed off. And then I hear Callie from the other side of the couch. I must have been dreaming, I thought. 
but I hear this sentence. I told our Washington, D.C. babysitter the wrong day. And my heart sank. I am, by the way, super paranoid in general because of the ADHD stuff. So like when I book trips or whatever, I triple check, do everything eight times because I'm so paranoid about getting something wrong. And the babysitter thing was easy. Like our babysitter in Atlanta said, Hey, I know you guys are going to DC. If you need somebody, my best friend from childhood lives there. She's a great babysitter. And I said, Oh, great. Then I told the baby, I booked her for the whole day. So and, and lives walking distance to the hotel we're staying in and lives five minutes from the hotel, five minutes. It was going to be great. And Jeff and I were both, you know, hired to speak. So we both need to speak. It's not something that's like, you know, optional. So she texts me on Saturday night, we get home from the thing. It's like 10 o'clock at night. And she texts me and she said, Hey, I just want to confirm that I'll see you guys at 10 AM tomorrow. And my heart sank. I was like, Oh my gosh. And I looked back through the text messages. I told the babysitter what day we were coming in. I did not tell her what day we needed her. And she works a nine to five job during the week. So we needed her for today and I totally blew it and I was freaking out. And it was one of those things that you never think about because you said, Hey, we're coming in. We are, we, we are flying in on May 1st, um, for an event are you avail- available to babysit? And, and I, yeah, like, I don't think it would, like, I don't think you screwed it up. I certainly don't think she screwed it up. I think it's just one of those things that happen because of under communication. Like yeah. just, it, 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 um, and I've done this a million times where you just assume it's two different people assuming that the other person's going to handle X, Y, and Z, right? Yeah, I feel like the dumbest person on planet Earth. So no, I start. You don't feel dumb. I do feel dumb, and I started to like. I was like tearing up. I'm like, oh my gosh, this was like the one job that I had for this trip was to like make sure that Ellie was taken care of in DC, and I totally blew it. And Jeff is an amazing planner. Usually he plans our trips and stuff like that, so he wouldn't have messed this up. And I feel really insecure. So I texted our babysitter in Atlanta, who set it up, and I said, oh my gosh, do you? I totally messed up the day. Do you have any friend, more friends in DC? I'm freaking out. We have no one to watch Ellie. And she texted back and said, I can come with you. And I was like, wait, you really, you can come, you can come with us. So our sweet babysitter, we looked up, we found the sky miles. We booked her. (laughs) She was like, yeah, I'm totally down. So our sweet babysitter from Atlanta flew up here to watch Ellie for the day so that Jeff and I could work. And I am so beyond grateful that that worked out and that she doesn't have to work until Wednesday. So Oh my gosh. Panic. So the trip almost did, almost did not happen. Almost did not happen. Then we get in. Are you ready for this story? Sure. Okay. So we get into the hotel and this is like at the height of Ellie's jubilate jubilation. And, um, Jeff is taking the luggage cart back downstairs. I hear Ellie. I'm in the room. Jeff and Ellie are taking the luggage cart back downstairs. And I hear a dunk. Like I hear Ellie bite it followed by a cry, which mama's heart. I run out. I fling. We're, we're in the hall out, like just far enough away from, from the, I would, uh, we weren't going to take the luggage cart down, but because Ellie was about to have a bath, like she climbed up on the luggage cart and I let her 
and I was pushing her and she thought it was fun. Um, and I would just like to add that Jeff didn't have shoes on. Ellie didn't have shoes on. Yeah. It was just like a moment of playtime or whatever. She bites it. I run out of the room in my socks and door closes. And we Ellie, Ellie, by the way, is fine. She just got startled because she went to sit back down on the top of the luggage cart and half of her butt was off. So she toppled she, over. She toppled over. As soon as I stood her upright, she just, it was a panic cry. So, so I locked us out. So now we're outside. Ellie's like, "Where's the, where, what happened to the fun? Like, why why do we all look so so glum? I'm cool. None of us have shoes on. It's 9 p.m. <laughs> and we're staying at the conference hotel, by the way. So when we pulled in, because we drove here and the car was a mess because, you know, we've been on a 10-hour road trip. So Jeff was like, hey, will you organize the car so when we unload our stuff, it's like easy to unload. And also we don't look like we're the clamp that's pulling up in here and just like such a mess or whatever. Because you have to walk through the conference to get to the elevators. I just didn't want to pull up to the luggage, you know, valet or bell stand or whatever it's called and have them open the door to welcome us and have, you know, a Wendy's frosty cup roll on the ground and a bunch of Starbucks napkins blow away. And then we're chasing them. Right. And so in a, in an empty yogurt pouch. So we did organize to the it. Door. We made a very clean entrance and then we locked ourselves out like the clampets. Luckily there in, is a telephone in, in our bare feet, in our bare feet. Oh my gosh. With our kid playing on a, on a dirty luggage, with cart. our kid playing on a dirty luggage cart. So luckily they have the, um, this hotel still has the phones like on the walls in the, in the um, hall. So we were able to call and ask someone to let us into our room. But that is the start of our big, exciting speaking engagement. But, but we came back into the room. Ellie had a, the most fun bath I think that she has ever had. Um, we got her all hosed off, put her in her uh, pack and play thing. And then with, with the slumber pod, highly recommend the slumber pod over it. Um, and she fell asleep pretty quickly. So we had a great night's sleep. Then this morning, woke up. Callie and Ellie went and got Starbucks. I unpacked the room, got us organized to record. Everything's good. Our babysitter from Atlanta ended up, on, she's staying at the same hotel, obviously. She's just a few doors down. She came down to get Ellie. And all that is left from this point forward is nothing but tremendous success. Yeah. Anything, any hiccups have already hiccuped. Yes, is that the, is true. Is the way to think about it. We've been organizing our finances this year. And one thing that has been so debilitating for us is credit cards with insanely high interest. If you're tired of paying high interest rates on your credit card debt, check out Lightstream. Their credit card consolidation loan can help you pay off those credit cards fast and keep more money in your pocket in the process. I have excellent credit and I still have a credit card that has 29% interest, which is insanely horrifying. So stop overpaying and take control of your finances with Lightstream. Lightstream believes that people with great credit deserve a great rate and that's just what they give you. Loans range from $5,000 to $100,000. You can roll your cards into one low payment at a fixed rate as low as 5.73% APR with auto pay and excellent credit, which is lower than most credit cards. Apply now to get a special interest rate discount and save even more. Just go to lightstream.com slash upside. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash upside. Subject to credit approval, rates range from 5.73% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.50% 
0% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash upside for more information. You've heard us tell you that MeUndies has super soft underwear and loungewear, but did you know they also have swimwear too? We're going to the beach next month and I want to feel as confident as possible when I'm in my swimsuit. And I got to be honest with you, finding swim bottoms that actually cover my butt right now, like based on the styles can be quite a challenge, but MeUndies carries tops and bottoms that are absolutely fitting my style right now. And they come in a variety of sizes, extra small to 4XL. Let's face it. Summer is sweaty. Your butt doesn't have to be. With MeUndies light and breathable micro model fabric, you can stay comfy and cool all summer long. They have super fun seasonal prints and a ton of styles to choose from. If you do bear to brave the heat and venture to the pool or beach this summer, check out their new and improved swimwear styles. They're soft, stretchy, and sustainably made. Make it a soft summer with Me Undies. Me Undies has a great offer for Upside listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off. If you sign up for their free-to-join membership, you can apply that 15% off to their already discounted member prices, which is awesome. To get 15% off your first order and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com Upside. That's MeUndies.com Upside. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I've struggled with anxiety for years. And what a lot of people don't know is that indicators of stress can be physical symptoms like headaches, teeth grinding, digestive issues, and even sleeping too little, too much, or under and overeating. I'm learning right now more than ever that stress can really impact your physical health. Stress shows up in all kinds of ways and in a world that's telling you to do more, sleep less, and grind all the time, I'm here to remind you to take care of yourself, do less, and maybe try some therapy. I've been in therapy on and off for years, and it has completely changed my life. If you're struggling and you're thinking about therapy, you've probably asked yourself, really, what's it going to do for me? I can't see that playing out in my head in a way that's actually going to impact my life. It's just a phase. I'll get over it. That is such a common thought, but therapy can and does help you, and you don't have to wait for the fog to lift or try and navigate a hard time on your own. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. Give it a try and see if online therapy can lower your stress. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Upside listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com upside. Slightly different format to the show just because we don't have or didn't have time to prepare a three random things. So I would like to, um, I have three random events, three random concerns. Okay. These are three random things, but they're not like trivia or whatever. These are things that just popped into my head. Okay. Um, one, I have an issue and I feel like every other company that has a service or delivery truck does this now. I'm not talking about 18 wheelers. I'm not talking about semis. I'm talking about like U-Haul, you know, like going to move your apartment, U-Haul size trucks and mm-hmm. smaller, or the guy that, or the, or the woman that would come to fix your furnace, yeah. like those size trucks. Why are we painting the back doors to those that, so they look like they're open? Oh my gosh. We were on the road yesterday and there was a U-Haul in front of us and U-Haul has painted on the back where it looks like it's open. There's like a lamp moving boxes, a teddy bear. Like a nightstand. And it, 
<laughs> if it takes you a second to realize that it's not open. Yeah. And I've seen another one. There's one. Kudos to the artist, by the way, because it does look at first glance. You're like, oh my gosh, that UL is open. No, it's not. There was also a beverage delivery truck. I think it was Topo Chico, but I'm not sure. But the back door was painted as though the truck like was open and you could see a bunch of cases of the beverage. Mm -hmm. And then there was like a guy sitting there enjoying one. Like the delivery driver would, like if he was unloading boxes on a hot day and he's like, oh God, I got to take a break. And he was sitting in the back. And then in Atlanta, there's, um, I think it's a heating and air conditioning service company where the guy's in the back of the truck and he's got one hand up, like he's waving at you. And the other hand, like he's holding on to the strap to pull the door down. Like almost like you saying, going back in here, see you later. Now, in all fairness, Good marketing. In all fairness to the companies, we just mentioned U-Haul and Topo Chico by name. So, But I'm not sure it's Topo Chico. Oh, okay. But well, is, I was going to say, yeah. so we noticed it enough to talk on um, a podcast about it. So my second vent is um, the hotel we're staying at has an app and you can check in from the app, like check in if you have a credit card on file or whatever. Um, from the app and it does it automatically like it. So once you're within two hours of your suggested arrival time, a thing pops up and says, are you still planning on arriving by 7 PM? And then you hit yes. And says, boom, you're checked in. It even tells you what your room number is and you can do a digital key yeah. thing. So you can just swipe your phone. And, and um, I said, uh, yes, boom, we're on our way and clicked it. And then a thing pops up and it said, uh, we need to update some information in your file. Please stop by the front desk or what, uh, some, some information needs to be updated. Please stop by the front desk. And I don't know what it is, but that phrase made me fearful. Do you think that's leftover like middle school and high school stuff? Like, please come by the office. Oh, the front desk. Like you felt like you were going to be in trouble or, or a college like professor. Can I talk to you after class? Oh, I didn't even or, think about that. Or a boss at work. Hey, can you step into my office for whatever reason? Panic. Does it? It doesn't for me until you just said that. But I do feel that sense of panic when like a boss or like a, a superior on the train is like, Hey, can, can you chat for a minute today? My heart sinks. I'm like, what did I do? I would love to know if there is anyone in the upside community, any upsiders who, who do not feel that brief sense of dread slash panic slash fear slash concern slash. Oh no. Where, when they're, when some, authority figure requests a minute of their time. I would just be very interested to know if that's a universal 100% of people thing. Maybe it's an American culture thing. I don't know. I don't know. 800-434-5454. My third vent is I am in my 40s. I am very much an adult. I have known my right and left since probably five years old, right? When do you learn the difference between? I think even Ellie understands right and left because the point of the story is I say it to her a lot. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I'll say right foot and I'll see her kind of move her 
Yeah. Right foot. I don't know if she knows like spatially that left is over here and right yeah. is over here, but I think she just knows that I call this foot right foot and this foot left foot. Right. So I have been for 40 to 45 years at least knowing left and right without a problem. I still have to hesitate and think about it for a brief second, like when I'm getting Ellie dressed, because my left is her right. So I'll say, like our little get dressed routine in the morning after I put her diaper on is I stand her up and then I bunch up her pants and then she puts her hands on my shoulders. And every time I will say to her, right foot, but it takes me just one. I have to think, okay, that's my left. So that's her left, which means this is her right. And I say, right foot. And then she lifts her right foot up and I put that pant leg on. And then I go, left foot. But I have to think about it every time for one extra second. I still know. You, did you learn left and right based on your hands? Like which one makes the L? No. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Um, I still in my head do that. <laughs> I sometimes do that um, at fancy meals. With bread and drink. Yeah. The B and D thing. I yeah. do that all the time. Yeah, but somebody once screwed me up, and I almost don't want to say this because it it messes with my head every time. You make a you make the use your thumbs to make a B and a D, and your bread that means your bread plate is to the left, left. of, of mm-hmm. your setting, and your drink, your drink is to the right. And somebody goes, "Are you sure it's bread and drink, um, and not beverage and dough?" Oh my gosh, no! And, and bread, now drink. every single time I'm like, "Which one is the right one?" <laughs> Um, And those are my three random rants. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. There is, I think, between now, for the next couple of episodes, I think they're going to be recorded and produced as our schedule permits. So it's possible that you'll get a second episode of The Upside with Callie and Jeff today. Maybe. Why are you looking at me like that? Oh, do you not schedule it? Like, even if we record this afternoon, do you not schedule it for the next morning? I do. But, like, if Ellie's napping and we do our presentation and we wrap it up and it either crushes and it's amazing and it's the greatest thing we've ever done or it's terrible and it sinks faster than the Titanic did, mm-hmm. right? Um, if Ellie's napping and the sitter's just in the room, you know, sitting with her, it might be worth it just to record and put something up tonight. And then people could still listen to it tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah. But it would just be cool, I think, almost to have it happen in real time. Okay. You know? And then then that means there wouldn't be an episode. So my point is, don't be surprised or, like, if tomorrow's show ends up being later, that's very possible. If tomorrow's show comes out today, that's very possible. But we will make sure that there are five episodes of of The Upside this week. Our friends at Snow Days Pizza Bites have an amazing new flavor out, but here's the thing. You can only buy the new flavor when you have the link 
to this secret landing page. And when they sell out, they sell out. So this is a super limited offer. The new flavor is taco. They shipped a few bags to our house a couple weeks ago. So I've tried it and zero surprise here. They are amazing. The premium ingredients for the taco bites include small farm spiced pork, grass-fed cheese, organic pinto beans, and house-made taco sauce. They're grain-free, gluten-free, and fully organic. Snow Days makes incredibly delicious pizza bites like the ones we had when we were kids, but without all the junk. We eat them all the time in our house. The limited flavor comes in a three-pack or a six-pack of their 12-ounce bags. Go to snowdays.com upside and use the promo code upside for 10% off of the taco pizza bites plus free shipping. Again, that's snowdays.com upside and use the promo code upside for 10% off your order of taco pizza bites plus free shipping. I bought some shoes today because I needed them. The old ones are comfortable. I like them. But they couldn't serve me where I was walking to. But when I put them on, I realized they didn't immediately feel good. It was a little discomfort. But I kept them on and I kept walking. I kept moving. And what I realized was by the end of the day, that discomfort slowly went away. And some of you are starting new journeys, or you need to. And you're scared to put on new shoes because the old ones are comfortable. You're looking for immediate validation, immediate satisfaction, immediate support. And you're not always going to get that. Sometimes you got to keep walking. You got to keep moving until the circumstances and the people around you mold and fit to where you're going. Put on your new shoes.